Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie. (laughs) Hey, T. (laughs) How are things? You know, same old, same old. Pregnant is book. Like, on the cusp of birthing. But we were walking today, and Tom tends to forget that I'm pregnant. Um, And he started speed walking, mind you. Like, with, when you're six foot, and I'm not six foot. Like, his stride steps are... I'm, even with Gil, I'm sure when you walk next to Gil, he's probably, like... You yeah. have to, like, work to keep up with him. And at one point, like, I was, like, holding my stomach and looking at him. I was, like, uh, we should slow down just in case. <laughs> We're a mile from home. <laughs> like, what would we do? <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. You'd have to, like, call an Uber. Or, um, like, you're sprinting home and getting the car. <laughs> just... Yeah, or that. <laughs> or, like, calling your parents to come get you. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Could you imagine? Like, to, oh, my God, I'll be right there. <laughs> Could, like, only I'll imagine a be... response. <laughs> the, the, no. No, I actually don't think we would call her. <laughs> no, she would not be good. Oh my god, she would, Phil, Phil, I don't even know what to fucking do right now. We need to go she get would, the kids. <laughs> she would get there fast, but like she's not, I feel like she's not good in like a high pressure situation. Let's revisit the Germany trip. No, no. I'm crisis manager. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, no, it would be, it would just be mayhem. It would be mayhem. It'd probably <sighs> put me into more of a labor situation. <laughs> yes. And we obviously don't want that too much because girlfriends breach. So <laughs> yeah, girlfriend is girlfriend flip. Okay. She flipped the wrong way. She's feet first. So we definitely don't want you um, going into labor no. early. We're definitely okay with you just waiting. Yes. Um, another high pressure situation that Deb would not do well in is the Kajari. <laughs> if that's how you pronounce it. Um, or Kajari. Kajari. I was saying I was Kajari. Kajari. Um, which is obviously this, like, once every 200 years. Yeah. Anyway, guys, we're here to talk about Serpent in the Wings of Night uh, by Chris Broadbent. If Not you didn't know that. <laughs> if you didn't know that and you just clicked on this podcast, um, that's what we're here for today. Um, and let me just say. So, back in January, we read Carissa's other book. One of yes. her other books. Daughter of No World. And we loved it. And I finish that series and it's one of my favorites of all time um and i know that you read serpent and the wings of night actually back in january i think before i think you read it okay i think you read it before daughter of no worlds yes and i've just been like waiting because okay so today we're recording on the 10th Mm -hmm. friday the 14th the second book comes out so i was like i'm waiting until we get At that point, the yeah, there's book. no, yeah. Like, I'm actually going to start, like, the novella tonight. It's, like, 187 pages. Yeah, um, same. I, because of, I mean, like, I love Daughter of No Worlds so much. Or the Daughter of Lost Hearts trilogy, I guess we should say. And so I bought the hardcover um, physical book of The Serpent mm-hmm. in the Wings of Night and the novella. As you should have. And I'm, I'm waiting, because I want to... I know. I want to order the the next one that's coming out, but it's not. It's only pre-order on Kindle because I think it's self-published, so you can't order the hard copy yet. But anyway, um, obsessed. I mean, everybody on TikTok 
and bookstagram or whatever that we've seen talk about it has been obsessed. You loved it. And I was like, okay, let's do it for the podcast. That'll be like my motivation to read it before the next one comes out. I think it's like important to note too with like this author, Carissa Broadbent. Yeah. Um, she writes fantasy books that are, I wouldn't call them like surface level fantasy books. Like there's some world building in these books. Yeah, there's like, like a lot depth, of world building. But it's not heavy or hard to get into because like a lot of high fantasy or like deeper, thicker fantasy, it kind of like takes you like 20% to like even be like, what the fuck is happening in this book? Or like, who's who? What's what? And she writes it very seamless where you're kind of just plopped in and you like get it yeah it's like very it's very easy to understand right off the bat like so they're very easy I feel like to get into because there's not a lot of like learning you have to you're like the way that she writes my fig is like you're learning as you go it's not like an info dump where like Crescent City is one of my favorite books of all time the first one but the first like 200 pages is such an info dump of like the world that it's um, it's very hard to get into at first. Like, Daughter of No Worlds and this book are very, like, Seamless. you learn as you go. So it's not overwhelming. That and she also wrote books that Daughter daughter of um, Lost Worlds, is it the trilogy? Daughter of Lost Hearts. Lost Hearts. Um, I knew she lost something. Uh, they're not that thick. Like, book one, Daughter of No Worlds, wasn't very big. I think it was maybe a little under 400 pages maybe if i'm not mistaken and serpent the wings of night is not very long either um not very long no nope, i'm lying it's a little thicker she's five thirds 532 pages yeah to me, <laughs> anything like under 600 is lighter i'd say like three to four is like light in my eyes um yeah. so okay serpent the wings of night was a little, a little thicker of a girl but it I appreciate that because I can't stand when book one of fantasy books are like 600 plus pages. It's a lot to commit to. So the physical book is only 478. Thank you. That's why. Okay. That's why. But the Kindle edition I think is longer. Is longer. But. Because I was going to say on my bookshelf, I was like, that thing is not that thick. No. And like, it's not, I mean, if you're, if you're watching and not listening, like, it's not like. Those are nice size words. Right. That's what I say. Like the font isn't like super small. The margins are normal. So I don't know why the Kindle edition's different than the print copy, but um, but you know, I mean, like it was very, very easy to get through. And it, it kind of like the book starts off like she's like almost like immediately like it's you don't have to like wait like two hundred pages yeah. to like, get to the plot. Like she is immediately kind of thrown into the Kajari um no you, like, she's learn, gonna be in it yeah. yeah you learn about her like you learn throughout the story her relationship with vincent um and in the beginning you learn i guess like more um i would say like more like surface level mm-hmm. about them before she enters but you can like tell for sure that they have a lot of love for each other. I think yes. that's another thing that Carissa does really well. And, like, this is not a spoiler for Daughter of No Worlds or the trilogy or anything. She writes villains really well where, like, you you like them and you can sympathize with them and you can, like, understand their motivations. Mm-hmm. Even though you know what they're doing sometimes is, like, 
bad or they yeah. are very much like acting like a villain, but they also have like a very human side to them. I loved Vincent. Um, I really, I, I thought that he would turn a lot worse okay. and then I'd be like, okay, like I have to like not love him. Um, but I was really, I was like almost like surprised that he died. I didn't think he would die. Me either. I was not expecting him to die this book. I thought that it was going to be set up that like he is bad when it comes to ruling. Like he's a great father. He loves Araya. Is he he's not a, I think he is. <laughs> I think in a lot of ways he is. He try, I think he tried to be the best he could be. Yeah. But also I mean, we catering to... to what he wanted for himself and like his realm. I mean, well, that's the thing. Like, I think that you, if you separate Vincent the King from Vincent the Father, he's a great father to her. Yes. Um, and again, like he's not human. So I think as far as like vampires go, because everybody basically in this book is a vampire besides her. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there are humans, but we don't really meet any other ones that we need to care about. We meet her one friend, Alana, who dies within like the first yeah. 100 pages. Um, but I think like Vincent is this all powerful, like very bad slash badass ruler. Mm -hmm. And he's so soft for her. Yes. And I loved their relationship. I, I mean, like, too. I would have, like, yeah. I also just, like, because I, I mean, reading some of, like, the comments and stuff like that, like, the way he kind of, like, trains her. And he does, he does come across, I think, at times as, like, a little cold to her. But I think you have to remember that she is a human and he is a vampire king. And, like, okay, so th think about, like, us in, like, the real world. Like, you're not going to be babied all throughout your life because you have to have a thicker skin to like survive yeah. in the real world. That's what he's doing for his daughter to prepare for this. Basically you live or die. It's the right. Hunger games. Like, so like he obviously wants her to come out alive. So he's trying to teach her like, this is what you need. These are the tools that I can give you. Like you're human. So you are severely limited. So I'm with you. Yeah. Like he, I think he's done the best that he can and he has protected her when I when it's kind of said throughout the book, like he could have just gotten rid of her, left her. He truly like he loves chose her. to take her in. Yeah, I'm not saying he's. I mean, he's obviously not perfect. I think that he did he a, like his best job as a father that he could. He could I think if yes. you separate him as a like a ruler versus him as a father, I think he was a good dad to her. Um, and even at the end, when she like I guess technically betrays him at the end, not intentionally, mm -hmm. but she does because. The whole reason for her to enter this is so that she can become, I'm not going to pronounce it right, so I'm not going to try it. So that basically so that her and Vincent can like link together so that she is also becomes immortal and also has his power. Yes. Um, and Which that they can share power. Him. Yeah. Right. Um, and she, you know, Rain technically forces her to kill him mm -hmm. and she can't handle it. So she, her her wish because at the end of the Kajari you get like one wish from the like goddess Nyaxia and she wishes that Rain won instead and even when Rain kills Vincent and he has like his like last words it's basically like I love you like he doesn't get mad at her upset with her he like yeah. uses his last moments to be like you were in it, like to tell her how much he loves her yeah also like because I mean the whole time too because they have another friend and you're gonna have to help me with her name who Misha. Gets hurt. Misha. Um, 
it like hurt my soul because you knew someone was going to die and I didn't want either of them to die or any of them to, I should say to die. And I'm so glad that no, none of them did die. I know. Um, so thank you, Carissa, for that moment. But yeah, like in, in the end, like he literally is ready to like, just be like, just, just end me. Like I've had all these plans for so long. I don't care about them anymore. Just like do what you need to do, get it over with. And but it shocked me when he killed Vince. I mean, I knew he was going to, but it still was like, I oh, no, so I really did that. <laughs> I'm gonna I I forget the guy's name. He's obviously he's like the bloodborne vampire Septimus or something like that. Um, I honestly thought that like Vincent and and Rain were going to like be battling for the kingdom, but then okay. they were gonna have to team up. Like that, Oriah was gonna like bring the. Hiage again. I'm so bad at pronouncing these, but the Hiage and the Rishin vampires together, because she was like with Rain, but you know was like raised by the Hiage whatever vampire king. I thought she was gonna band them together, so Vincent and Rain and like her as like the leader against the Bloodborns. Um, but then he killed Vincent, so now he's the king. And I do think that the Rishin. And the Hiage vampires are going to obviously team up. That's the whole point of their marriage and everything. Like, she Agreed. is representing the Hiage. Rain is representing the Rishin. Um, and they're, and like, the general is like, well, you're our queen now because she has the air mark. So, mm -hmm. Jasmine, I think her name is. Um, Which I'm very so, on the fence about her. No, I think I like her. I know I like her. I just don't know if like I think we can trust her. Okay. I don't know. But again, so. <laughs> because well I mean I guess we're gonna see. But we will see. I think she's gonna be like the connection that like the two of them are going to have to use both of their armies and find a way to like come to some sort of a you know mutual uh truce because they've mm -hmm. been at war, like they're two I guess, like, they're two different, like, species of vampire. That's what I took. Or races. Yeah. They're two different yeah. races. I don't know why I said species. They're two different races of vampire that have been at, like, war with each other forever. Yeah. But, like, the bad ones are the bloodborne ones. Yeah. And... I also think it just, like, to leave a little bit of a bad taste with Victor in your mouth is, like, she always wanted to kind of find where she came from and was always pitched the idea that, like... Not that like they like the like the race was okay and like, but it was like oh yeah one day one day but like in reality like it's been completely demolished by him, um and I think that's where like people get hung up on like oh he's a shady ass motherfucker, right? But that's I think more of like the ruler and him. The, that's, not you're the, right. That's right. the ruler, not the dad. Um, I was a little upset when she was like pissed at what's his face. Um, I can't Rain. remember any names. Yeah, thank you right now but like i understand why pregnancy she was. brain Pre fucking t times a million plus i didn't haven't read this since december so <laughs> excuse me um but like it kind of like made me a little annoyed but like i understand why like annoyed in a good way just like oh my god i just want them to be fucking happy together because i love them together like that's all i want you know what I'm saying? right i'm like frustrated that there is yeah but like again she watched she watches her love she you know, she uses her one wish to bring her, like, lover back. He comes back and immediately, immediately kills her kills dad. Her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I understand. And, like, I mean, again, like, at the end, he's explaining to her what happened. He is, 
he's like baiting her into killing him. He yes. he he's like, I will not. Ki-. He basically will not kill her. He has come to terms with the fact that like he wants her to win this tournament. Yep. Um, because he will not kill her, and like it doesn't matter what his plans were for his people, he will give it all up as long as she survives. She wishes for him yeah. to come back, and he's like, I'm sorry. I have to do this now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I was trying to give you a way out. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I understand where he's coming from. And he and she even says at the end, she's like, I know that he that he loves me. Yeah. But she is very conflicted. She also, I mean, she only, besides Vincent, her only other friend that she'd ever had in her life was this old woman, Alana, who's dead. Yeah. Um, she kept yeah, telling she her dies, to leave and run. She, yeah. She dies she very early listen. on. And so I think that she and, and Vincent was always like, you can't trust anybody because people like they will kill you. Like they will take advantage of you if they can get to you. They know that it'll get to me. Like, yeah. and he's right. I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. He, I mean, he was probably, you know, fe- like a little fear mongering, like making her afraid of everybody so that she only trusted him and only relied on him. But at the same time, he wasn't wrong. No, he was not wrong. I mean, you see a lot of the, her thought process with that throughout the beginning of the book because, like, you, like, kind of need to pair up. You see, like, other people kind of banding together to go after others to kind of, like, again, think Hunger Games. Like, you're looking to knock off players so you become on top. And she very much is like, no, I'll, I'm by myself. I'm in that greenhouse. Like, see you later. And yeah. it wasn't until she was, like, almost, like, basically dead that she was propositioned by Rain and uh, Misha to kind of, like, join forces. And, like, she basically dragged her dead body to, like, where they were to kind of be, like, okay. So she yeah, did and, channel a lot of that. And I love, like, I knew that that was going to happen, that that was going to be the only yes. way that she would give in would be if almost she was practically on her deathbed. <laughs> but in the beginning, like, all that she's talking about is that she's this great warrior and Vincent is the strongest vampire ever. And he is like the ultimate warrior and he's training her and they're in the training ring together and she gets the best of him. So you're expecting her to like come out in this badass, uh, Yeah. Kajari or whatever. And she, from the beginning is constantly like being like, she is brought close to death so many many times times. in the beginning that I was like, she's not that badass. No. That I felt the same way about that too. I mean, she does have some great moments. Like there's a couple of good fight scenes where I'm like, okay, like she's obviously holding her own. And I don't know if it's just more of like a play on the fact that she's human. But yeah, if you're like kind of being projected as like this great warrior, obviously you're great because yeah. you keep living, but like you are but being she keeps living to death. Because people are helping her. Yes. Um, she's meeting up with Vincent and he's giving her healing potions and, yeah. and, and you know, like there's all, and again, of course, like she is the only human versus a bunch of, a bunch of like technically immortal beings. Yeah. But I expected her to be like a little more badass in the beginning Me too. and then get herself into like a predicament where then she would need to lean on rain. But like, yeah. Until she teams up with Rain and Misha, that's when she starts getting stronger. Which, again, I liked that aspect that he, like, forces her to be stronger. Yeah. Um, And I loved, like, their friendship that they, um, I love the, like, I liked that they became friends before there was any. I agree. Romancing. Um, Them going into, like, the human lands and killing vampires who were. I know there to murder the humans basically like illegally um and then we learned that rain was human 
and he was, was um, very close to death. Yeah. And he's turned. You don't find out who's turned by until the end. Yep. Um, and he's basically raped for. Yep. It's not explicitly like, oh, I was raped. It was just like he, the, it's the person, it's very heavily insinuated. Um, so he's raped for years and like abused. Um, by the person who turned him. I guess if you are human and you are turned vampire, you are, like, basically, like, enslaved to them. Mm-hmm. So Which he is didn't, what he was, yeah. Right. So he didn't have a choice. Um, but because he was human turned vampire, he still has a lot of human qualities. And she's, like, constantly saying that he holds himself, like, very human-like and has, like, a very human swagger, and he's yeah. always warm, um, even though I he think also he's, always tells her, like, like, don't 200 be so cool. years. Yeah, and then, like, he's always so, t- like, he always tells her, like, don't just throw away, like, your humanity, like, you're gonna miss yeah. it one day. Yeah. Mm. I keep, and I'm he, just... whenever he says, like, don't, don't you dare stop fighting, princess. <sighs> yeah. And there she is. Every time, like, he is trying yeah. to goad her into having a reaction or stand up for herself or whatever. It's always there she is. It's so cute. And she's like, Rain. I love, I mean, I do love him. I do too. I'm curious. I would like, just be I also upset finished... if he killed my dad. Oh, same. I'm I'm like, because you, you would say that you loved the Daughter of Lost Hearts trilogy better than this so far, correct? So far. So far. I'd be curious because, like, I did read this first and, like, but I haven't finished the Lost Hearts trilogy. I still have the third book left to read. Um, and I might give that a go in audio. I'm not quite sure yet. So I'd be curious to see, like, what my thought process is versus yours. And if yeah. it's, like, maybe just because you read one first before the other. But I will say I they're think both I just... fucking terrific. Oh, I mean, they're, I gave all of them the, the, the trilogy and then this. I've given, given them all five stars. It's yeah, like literally it's comparing like Akatar to Throne of Glass. They're a mate like there's no comparison, yeah. but you like you you do pick a favorite. Um I just like connected with Max and Tasana more than I connected to Orion and Ray. I just like bought into their relationship a lot more. I can understand. Um that. and I love I have realized that like the I don't want to say the older I get, but I have become a huge fan of A Friends to Lovers. And Max and Tasana to me is like a very friends to lovers type mm-hmm. story. And like this is more enemies to lovers, which I do love. But I just think that I just loved the whole... I just loved Max and Tasana. If you haven't read Daughter of No Worlds, please go do it. Um, people, I think, like Ser- The Serpent in the Wings of Night better, but... Um, they're I just feel all like, of them you know what it is because like reads. this is very okay. So <laughs> people compare it to I, I I don't like the word compare. They bring up like Hunger Games a lot, and I think the only yeah. thing that's similar is just the fact that like you're in the Hunger Games, you're trying to kill people to become the winner. It's the same thing here. That's literally the only comparison you can make. Um, and people tend to pair up to like knock others off. Like that's that's the comparison. Yeah. Because like to me, like yeah. I liked the Hunger Games, but it was never like a I'm fucking obsessed with the series. So I feel like that can kind of dissuade some people. So don't take it that way. It's just the fact that there it's a competition to to be a winner and like get your wish. Um Yeah, it's it's not at all similar exactly in any other aspect besides it's like a 
battle to the death type yes. thing. So if you're like super into fast paced, book one has more action involved. Some yes. spice, some good spice too. Like this is, I think that would, this book caters to that. It's Whereas a slow like, burn. It's a slow burn, but it's fucking worth it because he's got some great lines in there. Um, he does. There's like, but there's a lot of like epic battles too. So like if that's more of your thing and there is enemies to lovers, obviously, but it's like enemies to to like, I don't want to say friends, but yeah, I guess you could say friends yeah. or like a common I would understanding say that, of each other. Yeah, I would even say that they're not like, they're not even enemies. No. They're reluctant allies. Yeah. They're competitors that become to, reluctant like, allies. To friends, yeah. to lovers. Yeah, yeah. But from the beginning, he tries to save her the first All night. the time. Yeah. <laughs> He's like Boy, immediately intrigued by her. <laughs> yeah. He's like, who the fuck is this bitch? I like her. So like, if, you, I, like, if that speaks I like, to you more, I can see why people like this one more. Yeah. Yes. But I think you still need to read um, the Oral Astrology. Just like me. I need to finish just last. Pheno- it's phenomenal. And you think you know who the who that villain is and daughter? I don't want to get like too involved. You think you know who the villain is and then it changes every book and then like the ultimate villain at the end it's not they're not like you love them oh my god i can't i love the villains <laughs> not even in like a, oh they were great villains but like they're just great characters i don't know even in she this like a Vincent, really good character yeah because they're complex like a lot of times like okay like we get like amarantha and, like the king of hybern and avatar yeah. and i love avatar so this is not a, like a diss to avatar they're very one note you're just like they are bad people you don't really understand them. their motivations. Like, they are just horrible. Chris is writing these villains, and they are, like, legitimately such complex characters mm-hmm. that you, you like, like, you like them. Even though yeah. you know that you shouldn't. I mean, I'm sitting, I've been sitting here defending Vincent the whole time, and I know that he's technically the villain of the story, of the first book at least. And I loved him. And I was, like, sad that he died. I also just think it, like, it's more relatable because people in general are complex. Like, you might like someone, but, like, not like some things about them for certain reasons. Like, no one's perfect. But, like, even in Daughter of No Worlds, when you find out who the villain is kind of, like, in book one and, like, a little bit of book two, um, you can understand where his motives come from. Like, you might not agree, yes. obviously, like, what he's doing is very wrong, but because they are so complex, like you're saying, you you can yes. grasp why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, like, Vincent, is, his motivations are to protect his people. Yeah. So he is doing, he will do anything in his power to protect the Hiage vampires. Yes. Or however you pronounce it, but whatever. So, yeah, his his motivation is like understandable of like you know you love he your loves people. his people yeah, and your daughter he loves like yeah right so he's like i will be the basically like, i will do all these horrible things if it protects my people and you can mm-hmm. understand it like to an extent right i mean if you don't like think too complex about it but um he, i mean he still is like almost wiped out an entire race of people to protect his own which is horrific fucked up so you almost <laughs> like it's like that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so complex that I, I've i liked, I think, or I've understood all of the villains in her stories. And I like that. Yeah. Um, 
But even if it's almost like, I, this is like funny to say. I love Marvel, but it's almost like Thanos, right? Like Thanos, you understand what like what he's trying to do in Infinity War. Like he, you understand his motivations for it. You disagree with them, and you want him to be defeated. Yeah. But you almost are like, but I kind of get it. Yeah. It's like they. I hate when villains are just like one note, just like I'm all evil because nobody's all evil or all good. No, there's like a little mix. And again, we're not condoning evil no. behavior. No, <laughs> let's just. Set that I mean, his, straight real his quick. behavior is terrible. terrible. He's literally yeah. genocide. It's horrific. But I think we. But I think what she we're makes saying... them sympathetic characters. Yes, which is crazy because also normally villains are all bad. Like yes. And you also, don't get backstory on them. No backstory. And like you're saying, the complexity. So again, you're looking at like a 500-page book and she somehow is able to wrap up like worlds, characters, and like development for all of them and like backgrounds without yeah. being muddied in like this, like what did I just read? A whole book on like a biography and like info jump? Like no, it's an actual legit insane story. So it's pretty cool that she can do this, that we can understand these characters a lot more. But yes, mass genocide. We do not approve. <laughs> but I like no. I like the complexity of the characters. Yeah, it just gives it more like a realistic vibe. <laughs> like I feel like I'm in a real world when I'm reading this. Right. Yeah. I don't condone his actions. <laughs> Again, this is a fantasy world, so like I'm I feel like, like we have to yeah. stop saying that now. <laughs> real life, Vincent deserves to be dead. <laughs> Die. <laughs> I'm just I'm a sucker for like a father daughter thing too. Um. So the trials, the whole point of the Kajari or whatever, it's five trials. I'm just going to read it so that I don't mess it up. Okay. But it's five trials, each designed to pay tribute to the story of the goddesses, the goddesses escape from the clutches of the white pantheon and rise to power. So the full moon trial, uh, the waning moon trial, half moon trial, crescent moon trial, and then the new moon trial. And they each take place three weeks after the prior. The details of each test shall be revealed as it begins and not before. So every, and it's not even every 200 years. It's every, like, kind of whenever. Yeah, like, you're con they thought it was going to be a certain time, then she woke up and essentially was, like, in the Kajari. Yeah, so um, they know, like, when it's coming, but it's not, it's not, like, on, like, an actual schedule. Like, the Hunger Games is once a year. This is, like, yeah. maybe every 200, maybe every 500, whatever. The goddess, I think, just kind of decides. Um, and every time the different trials are different, but they have to do with her journey. So, mm -hmm. I guess she leaves the White Pantheon. She marries another god, which is, like, against the rules. Um... The other gods kill him. There's, like, this whole thing. So each trial, depending on where they are at in her story, kind of coincides with that. Um, I, like, want to learn more about her, though. Oh, like, this so goddess. Like, vampire us. goddess. Yeah. Like, we yeah. do. And I think we will get more. Yeah, I mean, there's no shot yes, that we, we have to. <laughs> don't, but I just... It's intriguing. I'm so intrigued by her. And, like, she... Yeah. She's not like, oh, like the god, like you meet her at the end. She's a real, she's real. Yes. She's alive. She's very much a real goddess who yes. just like kind of fucks with, I guess, these people like every, when she gets bored. Yes. Um, yeah. I also like the, um, 
I was trying my hardest. I remember when I was reading this book to pick up on breadcrumbs. Plus when I checked my Kindle, I like made notes, which like, how cute am I? Um, <laughs> Cause I never pick up on fucking breadcrumbs. Um, but I like the shock of like, when you find out who Rain is also, like, I think that was like a cool little like mm -hmm. twist in there also. Like he's not just killing Victor to kill Victor. Like there's a reason behind it. There's a reason why he's so well-spoken and like, like sympathetic and kind of like pitches because he always does like drop some stuff to her of like oh I have to do what I'm doing like yeah he gives like little innuendos um and he's I like oh yeah that. I was like I commanded them at some like at one point yeah um I also like that you get his like backstory like he was married yeah when he was human he was married with a kid on the way mm -hmm. he was a privateer so like kind of I guess just a guy on a boat I don't know what he was doing forget um, but the boat crashes. That's how he ends up not in the human lands and, uh, wherever they are. And that's when he gets turned because he's like, do I die? Like the vampire is like, do you want to die? Or do you want me to try to turn you? Apparently turning a human into a vampire is only successful. Like rare 2% of the time. Yeah. And like um, he wanted to get back to like his family. Yeah. So he's like, oh yeah. Like I have a baby on the way. Turn me. Then he's enslaved to this man. By the time he um makes it back to the human lands he his son i think is like 70 years old and is yeah. like wants nothing to do with him at that point um in the meantime he falls in love with another woman yeah uh who you find out it okay so you basically find out that the person who turned him is the Rishin king mm -hmm. he falls in love with the queen yeah. they have like a little affair mm -hmm. um but she won't leave um uh, so she ends up also dying and then you find out that vincent is the one who kills off the entire line they keep talking about like air marks and how vincent yes. has his air mark because in order to become like to take over a position of power you basically have to kill your entire family mm -hmm. so vincent had to kill all of the Rishin vampires that were in power and anybody in that family line and then he had to kill his entire family in order to take over and yeah. become a ruler. But he's a great dad, so I loved him. Um, so. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, and then you know that, like, Rain has this huge scar down his back. And he, like, is he like really, like, won't talk about it. You find out that it's his air mark that he burnt off so that nobody knew that he was the heir. Because it's, like, very rare i guess for for him to have become like the heir because he technically wasn't born a vampire mm -hmm. obviously and he wasn't directly related to the to the king um but the line always passes yeah. so once vincent dies all of a sudden oriah go yeah gets the air mark on her neck where you know vincent's was and she's the new heir yes and Which then it's like oh no one's all coming <laughs> Is she the heir because Vincent picked her as his daughter? Is Did he pick her as his daughter because maybe she's half human, yes. half vampire? Is he, like, biologically her real dad? We don't know. Like, you don't know. You really don't know. Like, you, all you know is, like, he picked her from rubble and, like, brought her to, like, his land. That's all right. you know. And, and is it, did he have an affair maybe with, like, a human servant? Yeah. Like, you she have no idea. gets pregnant, leaves. He, maybe he goes and he, like, destroys... I forgot the city name. Maybe he destroys it because he's looking for his daughter. Yes. Like you really Again, have no I idea. don't condone it, but we don't know. 
No. And I get we're missing okay, something. So, <laughs> so there's going to be, I believe it's six books in the, um, what's it called? In the Crowns Nyaxia. of Nyaxia series, but books one and two are the only ones I believe that are about Rain and Oriah. Mm-hmm. So that's the Nightborn duet, which focuses on the House of Night, which is them, which is her. Then there's the Shadowborn duet, mm-hmm. which is books three and four, and then five and six is the Bloodborn duet. So we kind of have to get her we like her whole story. We need to like, yeah, everything I feel like needs to kind of be wrapped up. By the end, or at least there, at least Rain and Oriah's story has to be wrapped up by the end of book two. Agree is my understanding of what. That's what I would assume. That makes the yeah. most sense. Or like, uh, yeah, like their story wrapped up, but like maybe like certain things about like the goddess, and like other things like that, like that might come like yes. at the tail end. But like their story, yeah, concludes at book two. I would assume. Right. Like I would assume that maybe like they're in power. Mm-hmm. In books three and four, and like that is just done, and then there's just new characters that we're that we probably like will meet or have met. Um, I agree, but yeah, just like what's gonna happen? I'm very curious. I read this like fast too. Like, again, like I mean, right now I'm just reading slow because everything's just slow for me right now. But like, it's also rated very high for book a book one. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's rated very high on four point five two. Like that's pretty. It's pretty good. For book one of a fantasy yeah. series, I feel like that's very high. Um, I I really liked Misha. I'm excited, obviously, to hear more about her. I, hope I, she's okay. I mean, <laughs> I think she is. Maybe maybe one of the next books is about her. I don't I don't know. Um, but I liked her character. She's just kind of like cute and like quirky i liked that the book was broken up into like parts um Mm -hmm. so there's the first part which is just like kind of getting to know them and then it's broken up into like each trial's its own part and there is like a prologue what does she call interlude in the beginning of each chapter and it's almost it's a flashback so you learn more about oriah and vincent and how she grew up and things from the past which like i probably should have paid more attention to now knowing how it ended oh probably. there's definitely like more clues in there so i'm like do i have to go back um but i like that i always like a good flashback and i liked the way that that she broke it up that it was just a little short like maybe three to five page chapter in the beginning of each like section um that just gave you more of an understanding of their relationship and Oriah, mm-hmm. like how she grew up. I agree. It was so good. I'm excited now to start the uh, the novella tonight. Yeah, same. See, like, okay, like this is Vincent. This is what I'm talking about. I don't know why I'm so sympathetic <laughs> to him. It's like you really are. bad. He's horrible. Um, I'm a wartime king, leading my people through dark times, and Jasmine is a general. Who knows how to do whatever it takes to protect her kingdom. And sometimes those tasks require unpleasant actions. I won't deny that. But tonight I'm just a father who 12 hours ago was certain he just watched his daughter die. So please, little serpent, indulge me. Let me be that man for just a few minutes. Like he's at war within himself. Yes. I think he also is very under. 
he realizes what he's doing is very wrong. Yeah. But loves his daughter and is going to, like, again, do what he needs to do for his people. Yeah, I can't take credit for... Yeah, he goes, I can't take credit for everything that you've become, even if sometimes I wish I could. But if I'm responsible for just one small piece of that, it will have been the greatest accomplishment of my life. And this is, like, before he's done... Like, this is just him talking to her. This is not, like, his, like, last words, like, he's on his deathbed. He really, truly loves her. I know. Um, Oh, I was right. And I... I, Sorry, I, I was right. Septimus is... I believe he's the real villain of the story. I thought that I was just like making that up as his name. It is his name. Good for you. Look at you with the name. I no. This this is a big deal for me. You guys know that I never remember anybody's names. Um, I love. Uh, this was like fairly man. Well, two hundred page two page two ninety. He was on his knees staring up at me, and that the way he looked at me was the first thing that felt real real and raw and and confusing because he looked at me in sheer awe like i was the most incredible thing he had ever seen like i was a fucking goddess like mm-hmm. i love like again like right from the get-go he is just so taken by i was her. gonna say page 301 he goes are you going to kill me oriah and she said not tonight and then he goes you might destroy me anyway and then she was i saw oh. it there in that moment want and desire and like when her dad kind of like gives like some surprise visits to her like at the beginning, like, you could tell, like, she's just like, I'll, I'm going to do whatever I need to do. Like, don't worry. I'm going to kill whoever I need to kill. And then, like, once they start forming that connection, like, she's in the back of her mind trying to not give him too much information because she doesn't want him to realize that, like, she's almost becoming soft for someone. Like, yeah. Like, he could turn around and kill me at any time. And she's very aware of that. Like, she, like, she says countless times, like, he could just turn around this, like, room and just, just kill me. And I would, and I'm done. Like, it is what it is. But she doesn't do anything yeah. to, like, counteract that or go after him. No. And oh. they know that it's going to come down at the end to what, one of them having to kill the other. And they, like, kind of refuse to talk about it. Um, and that's what I, like, at, like, she thinks that he's going to try to kill her. And then he says, there she is. And he's, like, and she realizes he was goading me into, a t- into trying yeah. to kill him. Um because they're like kind of just sparring and he and he's yeah. like is that all like, like is that all like this is yeah. all you're gonna give me um i know Ugh. beautiful isn't enough <laughs> angel and then when she goes fuck you and he goes you wish i would <laughs> i know i thought no i thought he was i it's her fa- i didn't want to look up fan art while i was reading it so i had it like i haven't done it yet I need fan art of him because the way yeah. he's described, like, I can't get a good picture of him. Like, I almost I like, picture him as, like, Cassian or Hunt, but with, like, a dark red hair. Okay. And I don't know if that's... I see, a, I can see, like, a Hunt. I see, like, a Hunt, um, Resand combo a little bit, but I think I only pick up on the Resand because, like, Resand was so smitten with Feyre from the get-go and, like... Yeah. Just so, like, I will do anything and, for her. Right. And they don't... Maids aren't mentioned at all in this book, like, whatsoever. It's never come up. But they're, like, constantly talking about the way that they smell. Like, she's talking yes. about his scent. And she's human, or so we think. And she's talking about the way that he tastes. And um, at the end, they, you know, they enter into a marriage. It's, like, his way to save her, basically. And... They have to slice their hands and, like, drink each other's blood. Mm-hmm. 
and she's like he like she's describing the way that he tastes which one is like so she definitely has some kind of like i was gonna say there's no doubt in my mind that she's fully human she might be no she's human but she's not fully she's human. not fully um and i think that she hasn't unleashed her full power yet i think once she unleashes her full power which we've seen parts of it but i think once she unleashes her full power that might unlock whatever this like other part of her is agreed she's gonna be an insane ruler is what i'm getting at yeah and i think that he's like totally down to just be like it's her world i'm just living in it yeah yeah i'll do i'll do he doesn't like that's the thing too he has like it's all like his lifelong dream was to be king he doesn't care about ruling he just wanted to stop vincent's genocide against his race which understandable which understand yeah like his thought is like only to protect people and like and he even like it's kind of explained it's like jogging my memory now that like to get where he is in the trials and to kind of like be the person that takes us on it's kind of almost like he it's, it's like a very jesus moment like he started just like gain followers like he had a belief like there a lot of people couldn't do anything about it but he took it upon himself to be like, hey, this really needs to stop. Like, and people were just like, yeah, like you got this. And it's like, okay. Like, so all of a sudden you just like see him kind of progress along with yeah. like this notion that like he's going to be the one to like do this. And therefore like you're king of this, like, and this is what's going to happen. Like, and stuff like that. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Cause he has the air mark. So like, yeah. he's the only one technically that can rule them. Exactly. So people, he tried to run away from it. He burnt the mark yep. off his back and it did it. Still it not working. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I, it was funny because after the whole like rain was dead and then she brings him back. After Vincent died, I was like, the book's over. And then it just kept going. I know. And then it's like, now we're married. <laughs> well, first off, too, like even when rain dies, I was like, hold up. What the fuck? Like, what do you mean he's dead? Like, I, like, I knew he had to yeah. come back, but I didn't know if he was going to come back like this book, next book. The thought, like I didn't know, like you don't know. I, yeah, I thought that she would either just wish him back alive, which I guess technically she did, or that she would like wish to become a vampire and like exactly. somehow like like return him. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I was like, I don't know how it's gonna work. I wasn't like worried that he was gonna stay dead, which no, same. But a I was page like, not later, he's back alive. Yeah. Literally a page later. <laughs> yeah. It was a quick turnaround. Quick death. Yeah, and yeah, Nyaxia goes, um, I know grief, I know what it is to lose half of one's soul. And whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, a dead lover can never break your heart. Yeah. And then Araya, after what happened, she was like, oh, I mean, should I have just let him stay dead? Yeah, which like, no. are we doing? <laughs> but also, I mean, um, yeah, and they're up against a lot. Um, Jasmine says it, even, um, Rain says it that there are a lot of people who don't want to see either of them in power. Yeah. Which is why he's like, we have to get married because it protects you against my people and it puts us both in a position where we're more powerful together than obviously apart. Exactly. Um, but even Jasmine is like, there are people who don't want to see you in power either. Yeah. Because you're to everybody, you're human. How like how do you how can you rule a race of vampires? And like you're um, not even safe in like where you are. Like it could right. be internal people. Like you have no idea. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Four more days. I know. I'm honestly dying for it. I know. Um yeah, so I think I'm gonna also start the novella tonight. Um and then Friday. 
but it's we all, love I, those series and I'm gonna start the minute it comes out. I'm gonna well okay, so you guys, Katie's giving birth in two weeks. This is correct. So what I'm thinking, Katie Jean, <laughs> again, nobody nobody here needs to like worry about our schedule, but since we're on. Next week we have a spilling the tea. And then Wednesday the twenty sixth, which you will either have just given birth or about to. Mm-hmm. Um, is our Her Greatest Mistake by Hannah Cohen episode. Yes. So, what I'm thinking is I re- we read the novella, like, today and tomorrow. Then we do Her Greatest Mistake the end of True. the week. Okay. Yeah. Because, and then we'll record, we'll just record it early. So, Agreed. just depending on when. Because I have surgery the 26th, too. I was going to say, well, you're both going to be in a bed post-surgery. Right. So <laughs> I think it's just better if we just get it out of the way, record early. Agreed. And, That's actually smart. Um, yeah. And I just think that um, we don't put out a May schedule. Okay. Until after you've given birth, and then we can. So I do have it prepped. Like, it is. We can even do, I mean, we can even just be crazy and do, because again, like when you're taking care of a baby and recovering from a C-section, I don't want you to have to worry about like, oh, I have to read this. We can just do like two spilling the teas early and then the last two weeks we can do, but our May schedule is up in the air or it's it's to be determined. Yeah. Up for, up for for debate. debate. (laughs) Um... Um, yeah, yeah I, think we like did, I, ha- I literally we have it like, I literally have it. You can't even see it. I have yeah. it like mapped out and made because I was like, I'm not going to think. And like the f- May 3rd, thank God is a spilling the tea episode. So that kind of works out. Yeah. Um, but like the 10th technically is fantasy then the 17th spilling the tea. And then, well, because there's also five Wednesdays in May. Well, um, we were into Crescent city as one of them, right? Yeah. Which I mean, we, we could always... still do because, like, I've. I love listened... how we just talk. We're... We need to talk things out. We do. Also, like, in the month of May, you and I are going to Taylor Swift. Like, we've got some shit going so on. So much stuff going on. It's like a bridal shower one of those weekends. Someone even said to me, they're like, wait, you, how do you have, like, all these plans, like, post burglars? Like, shit doesn't stop. Okay. <laughs> you know what we can do? We can do two spilling the teas kind of back to back. I'm down with that. Which are just like check ins. Then we can do Crescent City instead of like a new fantasy read. Okay. Then another spilling the tea. And then was Happy Place? What yeah. was our. Yeah, it was Happy Place. And I like that because like romance is so easy for us to both blow through. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, it's Emily Henry. It's not like it's like a 500 page romance book. Exactly. It's probably going to be like 350 pages. And I know that it comes out on the 25th, and I'm going to read it that week exactly um okay so i mean we will finalize it offline but um just we always post on instagram our schedule so if you guys are wondering but i think that's what we'll do we'll probably just do a recap of crescent city one and two instead of a new fantasy read um and then again too like if it's overwhelming and we just don't have an episode one week then we just don't have an episode one week it's motherhood you're allowed to you're allowed to take a week off so true. I could just sit here and talk to myself for an hour or two. I mean, honestly, same. Honestly, like, I also laugh because Tom's like, 
you can like go totally take Leah up to Teresa's and like do do episodes. I was like, I don't think a newborn screaming in the background is gonna be what people want to hear. <laughs> She's also infants. Honestly, are so easy. They, they mostly are. just sleep, they just sleep, eat, and shit, and lay there. Like that's yeah. all they do. Exactly. I it's just like you can watch her. <laughs> yeah, like you'll just be tired because it's like the three-hour schedule where you have to wake up in the middle of the night, but. But you know what? I don't want to hear that shit. No one fucking tells you that, like, insomnia is fucking real in your third trimester. Because I don't sleep now. Yeah. I literally, the other night, woke up at 3 a.m. and was up from 3 to 5. And literally in that epiphany around 3.30 was like, oh, my God, it's going to be my husband's first Father's Day. He's obsessed with golf. I'm going to get her a newborn baby, a really sick fucking caddy outfit. Because we're going to go meet him at the golf course on Father's Day because he's in the league. Take him out to lunch and happy Father's Day. That came to my mind at 3.30 in the morning. You're up. No one tells yeah. you that. No one tells you that. So I'm telling you all that. You're not going to sleep the last couple of weeks of pregnancy. So I feel like I'm prepped for not sleeping. I think, yeah. Also, I'm not pregnant and I I was, I'm up in the middle of the night all yeah. the time anyway too. So if you're up, text me. Also like hashtag anxiety to wake up all the time too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um... Overall, The Serpent and the Wings of Night, Chris of Broadbent, five freaking stars. Go read it. I mean, if you listen to this episode, we spoiled it all for you. Um, go read it. Go read her other series as well. Um, she has another, like, it's it's in the same world, but it's not connected. But another book coming out, too, at the end of the month, um, like Slaying the Vampire King or something yeah. like that. Pre-ordered that already. Um I honestly think that she, again, I've only read four of her books so far. We'll see how, we'll see how this next one is on the 14th and the new one that she has coming out at the end of the month. I think that she's going to be one of my favorite fantasy authors. I have to agree with that statement. Like. I love everything that she's given us so far. I, like, I have given everything of, five stars But so this far. is, like, good shit. Like, this is good yes. shit. This is, like, the shit that you, like, if you're reading on a Kindle, you're buying it immediately because you need the physical copy. And then you think about it here on yes like i after reading like the the daughter of lost hearts trilogy i immediately bought the books yeah i read them on kindle unlimited i immediately bought them and it was to the point where it was like i just went online and bought i didn't even need to read serpent in the wings of night on kindle first i just knew i was gonna want it exactly um she's become an instant buy author after only four books so um yeah obsessed it's so good but yeah, that's all we have. Like I said, next week's Spilling the Tea, then our first hockey romance after Which that. Is so and then, shocking. I know. And then Katie will um, be a mom. And Teresa will be just be getting surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Again. But that's what I do here. If you guys have any I'll questions be about anesthesia. I'll become Auntie T. Yes. I'm also going to be her mom. I mean, duh. She's like, two moms. She's going to call you mommy and she's going to call me mama. <laughs> We should just go out in public and push her and, like, have Tom in the background. Like, just keep calling him daddy. <laughs> just... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's basically. It's basically what's going to be happening anyway, so. Yeah. But yeah, that's I all like I have. That. Do you have anything all I else? have as well. No. All right. Well, then, we will um, see you guys next week. Bye. See. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. 
If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. See you.